This is Shelby Hansen, and you're listening to episode 93, How to Overcome Overwhelm with Self-Compassion. Welcome to the Get Your Energy Back podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. As a life coach, invisible illness warrior, and kidney transplant recipient, I've navigated the waters of chronic fatigue for nearly a decade and can help you feel more energized and alive than ever before. In this podcast, we dive deep into topics that can help you boost your energy levels and live a more vibrant life. Whether you're looking to overcome limiting beliefs, improve your relationships, gain a better understanding of what is affecting your energy levels, or simply find more joy and fulfillment in your life, the Get Your Energy Back podcast is the perfect place to start. So sit back, relax, and join me on this journey towards a more energized, balanced, and vibrant life. Hey everyone, welcome to today's show. I have been hearing from so many of you how overwhelmed you feel right now. And so I thought this would be the perfect time to talk about how to overcome overwhelm through self-compassion. So I wanted to share with you some passages from one of my favorite books. It's called Self-Compassion by Kristen Neff. And the reason why I think that self-compassion can help to overcome overwhelm is that when we tend to be in overwhelm, everything feels so challenging. Everything feels like it's so big, it's so scary, and like there's nothing you can do about it. In my podcast last week, I talked about how um, overwhelm used to be one of my main emotions, one of my go-to emotions of my homeostasis emotional baseline that I just lived in. And if you are like me, I thought that I could just outrun that feeling of overwhelm, that I could keep pushing through so that I wouldn't be overwhelmed. If I could just get more done, then I wouldn't feel overwhelmed. The problem with that is that it creates so much stress in your life. And sometimes at some point, body will give out and you just can't do everything that you want to do. What I have found over and over again is that learning the skill of self-compassion is actually what enables me to let go of this go-to overwhelm mindset and to really reshape my relationship with myself. So, and I, I find this with my clients as well. So if you find yourself going to overwhelm, especially during the holiday season, especially during the end of the year when things can feel so big, um, relationships can feel so tense or strained, there's a lot of shoulds of what we should be doing or shouldn't be doing. I recommend you go back and listen to why relationships are so hard if you feel like that's part of it. But the overwhelm comes from thinking that you cannot handle what is coming up next. You cannot handle what is happening in your life. And I want you to know that that's simply not true. And a big way to unlearn the pattern of going to overwhelm so quickly, which is one that our society wants us to go to. If our society can help you feel overwhelmed, they can get you to buy more things, to scroll more social media, to eat more food, to work out less. They want you to feel overwhelmed. It's good for business, but it feels bad for you. And I want you to know that there's a different way. So 
I'm going to give you some of the ways that I learned how to practice self-compassion from Kristen Neff. I listened to this this book when I was traveling through Japan with my husband in September on our two-week adventure, and it was so beautiful because while I was having seriously the trip of a lifetime, a trip that I had been planning since my kidney transplant five and a half years previously, there were still parts of it that were hard and we had a pretty packed schedule. So I wanted to take care of my body, but I also wanted to go do all of the fun things too. And listening to this book and practicing self-compassion, especially during that trip, helps me to have such an enjoyable time. And I want that for you too, especially during the busy times of the season. So what um, Kristen Neff says in her book is that in order to cultivate self-compassion, that there's three components. And these are the three components I want to share with you today. The first one is self-kindness. And that is being gentle and understanding of yourself instead of harshly criticizing yourself and being really judgmental. The second part is common humanity. So feeling connected to other people, realizing and recognizing that you are not the only one. And then the third component is mindfulness. That's holding your experience in balance and balanced awareness, like not ignoring your pain, but also not exaggerating it either. Okay, so let me look up. I've got some bookmarks because there's a lot of amazing things I want to share with you. So how do we do these three steps? The first one for self-kindness Um, In the book, it talks about asking yourself these four questions. And I want to keep it really simple for you today because if you're already feeling overwhelmed, I don't want to overwhelm you with more. I just want to provide some really practical tools that you can step in and use right away. So these four questions, ask yourself these four questions if you want to cultivate the self-kindness. If you find it really easy to be nice to other people, but hard to be nice to yourself, these are this is for you. First one, what am I observing? Second one, what am I feeling? Third one, what am I needing right now? And the fourth one is, do I have a request of myself or someone else? So these are perfect when you are experiencing that overwhelm. Identifying what is the main emotion that I'm feeling. Could be overwhelmed, but there's usually something underneath the overwhelm. Overwhelm shows that we're in some sort of resistance. So what, what is happening around you? Sometimes for me, it's like, we're going to be late. I'm observing that I'm yelling at the kids and they're not getting ready. They're not putting their shoes on. They're not getting in the car. Or I'm observing that everybody's in the car and everything is out and all the lights are on. And now I'm doing it. <laughs> and I'm feeling overwhelmed because now we're going to be wait, late. I'm observing. Okay, what's happening? What am I feeling? I'm feeling scared that we're going to be late. What am I needing right now? Some peace. And also, do I have a request of myself or someone else? Usually in those moments, the request that I have of myself is to start to realize, are there other times when we've been late? Or even are there other times when I have left at this time and was perfectly fine that we showed up a little bit late? Or we actually got there on time, even though there wasn't a lot of time to get there. Okay. 
give myself some peace. So that's the self-kindness and talking to yourself and letting yourself know, hey, what's going on for you? Like you're worried about what other people are going to think. You're worried about, you know, are you going to miss something? We've been going to a lot of concerts for my kids' <laughs> music, if you can't tell, and like throwing kids in the car, like, it's time to go. We're going to miss them playing. Take that moment, whatever whatever you're feeling overwhelmed by, that's just one scenario for me that has kept coming up recently. Use that moment to be really gentle with yourself. Yeah, it totally makes sense that I'm frustrated and feeling overwhelmed, that I might miss this part where my son is playing in this concert. I'm going to do what I can, and I'm going to let the rest go. So cultivating that self-kindness, just noticing how you're talking to yourself and deliberately being super gentle when all of the critical thoughts want to come up, be gentle on purpose, okay? The second part is the common humanity. And this is when we're, what Kristen Neff says in this book is that when we are in touch with our common humanity, we we remember that feelings of inadequacy and disappointment are shared by all. So whereas self-pity says, poor me, self-compassion says that everyone suffers and it offers comfort because everyone is human. And again, this is something that I see so often with my clients. They come up to me and tell me all of these terrible things that have happened in their life or terrible things that they feel that they've done, very self-judgmental of decisions that they've made. And a lot of my um, my coaching for them in that moment is helping them recognize that they are not alone in the ways that they behave and act in the world. Everybody gets stressed. Everybody doesn't always act exactly how they want to. It's normal and it's common. And it's also healing to know that you're not the only one. There's something so sacred about knowing that other people experience what you are experiencing too. Your emotions, your experience is not isolated and it's not alone. And judgment and critical um, thoughts want to want to lie to you and tell you that you are the only one that experiences this. The compassionate part is recognizing that you are having this overwhelming experience and many other people experience it too. Okay, last one is mindfulness, okay? So Kristen Neff says, we need to take a step we need to stop for a breath or two and acknowledge that we're having a hard time. This is so beautiful. This part of I am not my thoughts, I am having thoughts. And when we stop to take that breath or two and acknowledge that we're having a hard time and that our pain is deserving of a kind, caring response, otherwise our suffering will go unattended and feelings of stress and worry will only mount. Um, she also says, it's not surprising that we often ignore our own pain, given that we're physiologically programmed to avoid it. Pain signals that something is wrong, triggering our fight or flight response. It screams, problem, get away, danger. Imagine if pain couldn't signal something as basic as finger caught in door, open door and remove door, finger immediately. Because of our innate tendency to move away from pain, it can be extremely difficult to turn toward our pain, to hold it, to be with it as it is. 
That is why so many people shut themselves off from their emotions. It's a very natural thing to do. And one of the ways that she suggests in this book for how to acknowledge it is simply the words that you say. And rather than trying to move away from the pain, telling the truth of the situation. So for me, that's been just simply saying the words, this is suffering. In this moment, I am suffering. No judgment, just holding my experience and not making it bigger than it is, but also not downplaying it and ignoring it. Because chances are you've ignored yourself for way too long. And it shows up in our bodies that stress has to go somewhere and it will end up in our bodies if we don't find healthy ways to create self-compassion, to create new pathways that are going to allow healing to happen. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, I hope that you will start to use even one of these techniques. Um, But just to remind you again, the first one is self-kindness then it's um, common humanity, and then also mindfulness. And if you're curious on, okay, I kind of get like self-compassion could be a good thing for me, but I don't really know exactly how to do it in my situation. This is exactly what I teach in my coaching program. And I would love to invite you to a call to find out if this is something that could help you in your life, to help decrease your physical symptoms, to help get your energy back, to help Live the life that you want to have the memories with your family and loved ones that you can't wait to create. All right, have an incredible week and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Are you ready to welcome in vibrancy and energy into your life? Join me for a fatigue recovery call. We'll get on a call and I will share my three-step process for getting your energy back personalized, especially for you. Simply go to the show notes and schedule your call today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's get coaching together today. I hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating more vitality, energy, and vibrancy in your life today.